I walk the dog past Hove Law Courts uh, every day. That's part of the way I go down to the seafront. And today there was uh, Paps, uh, papar- the paparazzi, everyone's favourite beings outside. They had la- multiple cameras on, well, just two, two, two Paps, uh, dos Paps, uh, dos kleine Paps. Uh, two paps, and they had many cameras on them, more cameras than I felt they needed. I mean, how many pictures can you take at the same time? Like, you could do one in each hand, I guess, but they easily more than two cameras a piece. So I thought, okay, well, then maybe there's a celeb in, in court today. So I went over and asked them who's in there today then. They looked at me like I was shit, like I was a piece of shit for asking. Like, you're the one outside waiting to take photos of someone who has either committed a crime or had a crime committed against them. And I'm the piece of shit for asking who it is. And he looked me up and down and went, Some perv. Some perv. And then his mate, his mate went, Some perv in a black jacket with a dog. The joke being that I was that perv. Ha 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 ha, we laughed. Ha 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 ha. Oh, we threw our heads back and laughed. Classic pap bants. We threw our heads back and we laughed out loud. I was on the floor. I thought my trousers would never dry. You know, it was cold. And to be afflicted with piss-soaked trousers from the just unbelievable jape. Oh, the gallows humour of the paparazzi waiting outside Hove Law Courts for some perv. Now, I don't know um, if... uh, I don't know. What can I Google to try and find out who it might be? Hove pervert? Uh, Court? Uh, Who who is at Hove Law? How do you find this out? Come on, today... Um, what was put in the date? Um, it's the 31st of October 2019. Hove Court. Uh, I mean, I guess they haven't taken the pictures yet, so they're not going to have written the story. I don't know. Pervert. Let's just search for perv. That'll be fine. Why not? Perv. Uh, Pervert jailed for good no, this is old. Okay, well look, I think anyway, look my point still stands. Yeah. What was my point? Oh, the hilarious pap bants. I mean they're very they're very smug. They're very, very smug looking. So like, well maybe, pal, one day you'll be on the other end of that camera. You know? Maybe it'll be you coming out of the court having been done for the string of sexual misconduct that you're obviously carrying out. Don't look at me like you don't romp around the offices of the Argus or whatever other local newspaper, whatever other two-bit local rag you work for, giving back rubs, bullying women into the stationery cupboard, getting handsy at the office party. One day, if you, if you were worth anything there'd be cameras outside for your trial. 
be not, you know. So it, who who's the real dickhead, you know? If you were in there for Pervin, no one would be outside because no one cares what happens to you, pal. No one fucking cares. Yeah. So you can make your little smug remarks about the feathery king and his dog being a pervert, which may or may not be accurate. Maybe we were going for a perv on the promenade. You know, you want to look at the fitness girls as they run along the promenade. Maybe we were. Frankly, to be honest, too cold for fitness girls today. You know, they're more of a summer refrain. You know, I'm not saying that the that fair weather fitness girls is what I'm saying. You know, they ain't come out in the cold. They're, they're not out taking souls. Some of them are. It's rare. The, only, the ones that are out, the, the fitness, I mean, men and women, the ones that are out in this weather, they're the, the savages. They're the real hardcore. They're the ones, they're not doing it for the gram. They're doing it because they're full of fucking demons that need to be exorcised, and they're not exorcising it through booze and drugs anymore or sex they're exercising it by going for 15 miles run runs along the fucking promenade every morning while listening to david goggins speeches off of youtube those are the ones that are out now they're out taking souls out getting it done because otherwise they'll be in rehab this is their fucking rehab anyway it's uh you know it's another early morning triggering that's just how it goes um, what's this? Yo, Rankin, you see this Trump and dog shizzle Photoshop madness? Yeah, one of the best things I've seen on Instagram. I liked it, thinking it was a meme account. It was the official Donald Trump Instagram account of him f- very p- crudely photoshopped. But I guess that kind of made it better. Very crudely photoshopped, putting the medal on the eye- on the dog that got Baghdadi. I mean, it's just amazing. <laughs> It really is. I mean, say what you want about the man. The memes are good. The memes are solid. And if we, if, if all we were doing was basing a society around memes, which I wish we would, you know, I really wish we would, then we'd be okay. Sadly, a bit more to it than that. A eh? bit more to it. You know, you've got economics, foreign policy, all the other shenanigans. Yeah. So, sadly, you cannot... Have the foundations of a civilization merely be memes. And that pains me every day. You know, that cuts me deep. Cut me, I'll bleed memes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thursday. It's the 31st. It's Halloween. It's fucking coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. If you're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slugger. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh. I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy, and that's funny, and it's 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 kind of cool, and it's interesting, and it's edgy, and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you, and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Govie Memes, Threshold.fm, on YouTube, and just leaking out of the, leaking into the godforsaken bugger tub of, of life, really. If life was a seafaring vessel, my life anyway, if it was a seafaring vessel, it would be a leaky bugger tub 
of epic proportions. Uh, there'd be you wouldn't be able to move for discarded cabin boys just writhing around, listless, just glazed expressions. They've seen things. Like cabin boy needed to say. Anyway, listen, guys. Um, good. Uh, there's, there's, there are good bits today. I think. Um, Aussie cops find three hundred million quid's worth of ice hidden in sriracha bottles. Spicy one. Um, so, whoa, Henry Fong, what are you doing, brother? What's going on here? All right, mate. Easy tiger. You know, you won't invite to the party just yet. Um, S Club 7 in talks to bring it all back and reunite for a 20th anniversary tour. Woo! Yes, baby boy. Reach for the fucking stars. S Club might be back. Um, you might remember uh, Bradley of S Club 7 who did the vocal on Back to Your Roots by Johnny L. Imagine that. That's a bit of D&B trivia that you won't get anywhere else. Well, the DMB Industrial Complex won't let won't let you in on that secret. It's a little conspiracy nugget. There's a little peep behind the curtain from the Feathery King, not to be sniffed at. Twenty three shells, twenty three shells and stairs, shares, twenty three shells and shares uh, on on S Club potentially reuniting. I wonder what they all look like now. I mean, I'd be surprised if if they've all got still got as many teeth as as they did have back in the day. Um, used to see, I don't know if she still lives in Hove, but Hannah of S Club 7, she used to shop at the Waitrose, just around the corner from here. It's my local Waitrose now, you know. Yeah, I would, there are other, you know, cheaper supermarkets and stuff, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't. And you'd see her in there, in, um, in outfits, you know, comfortable outfits. Outfits based more around comfort than around style. More around comfort than around cleanliness, you know what I mean, you know? It's very loose-fitting sportswear. Definitely based more around comfort than around decency. Uh, she'd be in there buying gin, just loading up a trolley, bottle after bottle of gin, um, and looking like she needed it. And God bless her, because uh, she probably did. Um, if we're looking for an S-Club party in 2000, I'm covering this. Looking for an S Club party in 2019, you might be in luck with S Club 7 reportedly in talks to reunite for a 20th uh, anniversary tour. Well, there's not much of 2019 left, guys. The hugely popular band released their first song, fittingly called Bring It All Back, uh, in 1999. All members of the band, Rachel Stevens, Joe O'Meara, Hannah S uh, Spirit, well, that's highlighted, I wonder why, spotted in Waitrose, buying gin, uh, no, she's in Stenders. Cool man, they're just are they, oh all the stories about her hair. Yeah, well she found herself a nice nice uh, bald headed bald headed boyfriend. I look very happy. She looks quite different. Um, that's, right? Yeah, that's not the same person, is it? Anyway, I'm sorry, I don't even have this up on the screen. I mean, this is what we're doing today, guys. We're just looking at pictures of S Club Seven, old and new. Um, yeah, that that is a different person, right? There, that's Hannah from S Club 7. That, is that her? Are you sure? She had some work done. She looks really different. Anyway, guys, back to the original story. Uh, Tina Barrett, Bradley McIntosh, John Lee and Paul Catamol are reportedly keen to get the group back together as they're all short on cash and thought, why not? It'll be good for a laugh. Uh, a source close to the band 
band, quote-unquote. There is talks in between band members now about doing a reunion arena tour next year. I can get the the bag in and go down there. Woo! Uh, Maybe the Spice Girls doing a reunion tour was the inspiration. Well, Spice Girls support them. I mean, S-Club 7. S-Club 7. They're the real fucking heroes. They're the real deal. They're the real fucking money shot, aren't they? You know, they're the actual Colombian's finest, you know, compared to the Albanian pub grub of the Spice Girls. A lot of the bandmates are up for it. Still early days, but they are, you know, talking, and fans may be up for a treat in 2020. It all makes perfect sense for a reunion celebrating 20 years of Sclub 7, the source added. Rachel recently revealed she would definitely be up for getting the band back together. Imagine them all, you know, meeting up some lock-up or something where they're practicing, you know, just tuning up their instruments and, you know, see them all come in. They sort of smoke and stuff as, as they arrive. Like, yeah, Will Bradley show. Guys, the last one. We can't do it without Bradley. Will he show? TikTok waiting, waiting. And then just at the last minute, you just you just hear the gentle pump of Johnny L coming from a four fiesta. Mm. It's the Friction and KT remix. Ah, it's Bradley. Woo! Club Seven's back together. Reach for the stars. Ah, God, beautiful man. I'd I'd like I'd like to warm up for them. I think I could. I think they could do with a few shoe throws. Get people going. Get people in the fucking mood. Yeah, man. Uh, she told Lorraine Kelly, this is Rachel, um, we're all over the place. We're a fucking mess. We're in and out of rehab. Wait, what? Uh, but we did do a reunion tour. F- oh, they did one four years ago. I would like to do another one. Um, wow. Uh, Paul. This Paul. Wow. Paul uh, uh of, of Sclub7 uh, looks... Like, I don't know if anyone listens to, um, sorry, this video isn't available anymore. Look, give me a, look! I don't know if anyone listens to the Atletico Mints podcast and has heard the character Barry Homeowner, but this is what I imagine Barry Homeowner looks like. Um, yeah, hi, yeah, yup, 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 yup. <laughs> Barry Homeowner here. Just going down the outer garage, have a camp of choo with, with the guys. Wow, yeah, I mean, pfft. he used to wear a, uh, a jungle, um, what the the jungle bloody oh, the geezer from human traffic can't remember what it's called jungle that jungle t-shirt anyway why am i spending so much time on club seven guys is there anyone is there anyone in the chat they're all gone oh, the fucking club seven anyway guys um look instruments no instruments god the only instruments are their cocks and they'll be strumming them all night uh guys what have we got here um there's yeah, new icicle bit with MC Mush. Uh, clamps, black owls. Uh, let's have that discreet. Yeah, discreet. Yeah, it's total uh, hamagail. Uh, total kulatun. Um, discreet. Uh, yeah, it's called Parallel by Discreet. That was it, jungle, uh, jungle, massive aerosol shirt. Yeah, people used to rock one of those. They basically invented drum and bass. Club Seven. Paul had a, you know, jungle massive T-shirt. Bradley did the vocal on Batch Your Roots. 
drama-based industrial complex don't want you to know. You think Goldie invented it within a city life? No chance. That was ghost written by Rachel Stevens. Yeah, this is very shoey, isn't it? Uh, so that new lobster there, actually not technically a lobster, technically a crayfish, didn't that claws? Uh, Petey, aka Tracy Rose, brought it in on, on Chisto. I've actually got a whole bag of lobsters at home that I need to bring in um, that belong to an old dead gay man. And I've inherited them, so that's nice. He actually wasn't that old, poor fella. God rest his soul. Press F to pay respects. Uh, hold tight, John Forsyth Anderson. He's dropping the mother load in the Lidl's toilet in Bristol. Dropping some very unruly kids off of the pool. Um, Disconnect. Uh, it's called Parallel. Yeah, I mean, pff, God. Uh, that's shoe throw of the week for me so far, or potentially the upbeats bit, but uh, I mean, pff, wow, yikes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do like that. 
HLZ bit, but in terms of actually launching footwear, you know, in terms of actually removing your shoe. See someone sh- threw a shoe at Conor McGregor? <laughs> it was a little bit less dramatic than the Bush thing, and he was just like, didn't didn't phase him for a second. <laughs> uh, it was nice, though. Um, vegetarian ate one burger and became a butcher. There you go, you know. You've got to be careful. I'll get you on the first time. Uh, a mother who followed a vegetarian lifestyle for a, for a decade changed her lifestyle completely when she was pregnant with her third child and ate a burger. And she owns her pu- she now owns a pasteurized pig farm. Uh, Tammy Jonas, uh, now 49, turned veggie in the 70s after reading a book about the treatment of farm animals. Tammy, who lives in Victoria, Australia, had her first taste of meat in 10 years after becoming dangerously anemic. Uh, and everything changed from there. Uh, she told 10 Daily, I was at work one day and just thought, burger would fix this and she was right uh because she's never turned back tell me went on i went back on red meat so beef and lamb once a week throughout the pregnancy and it was some years uh, longer before i had any pork or poultry never thought it was immoral to take an animal's i never thought it was immoral to take an animal's life for food i've always been comfortable with my place in the food chain but i thought it was immoral to treat animals cruelly uh to not allow them to go outside breathe fresh air to be confined in crowds and sheds seems reasonable um, but things went further when Tammy and her husband, Stuart, did some research and discovered that they can make a living from farming on a small scale, with the focus being on treating animals properly and ethically. Um, damn, that's a nice-looking bit of steak. <whistles> nice. Um, on her website, Tammy explains my journey from uh, mindless industrial eater to vegetarian to ethical omnivore led me all the way to become a pig farmer uh, to contribute to the growing movement to get pigs and poultry back out of sheds and into paddocks. We now grow, butcher, and cure all of our meat and serve 80 households in our thriving community supported by agriculture. Oh, lovely stuff! Uh, Tammy describes her farming practices as ethical and holistic, explaining there are no harmful chemicals used in her farming practices and the animals live as they would if they weren't in a farm at all! She told Daily Mail Australia, Some people were drawn at... This is an Australian accent. Some people were drawn ethical line that killing is bad. But I don't believe that. I don't think killing an animal for consumption is unethical if it had a good life. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, what? Uh, this, yeah, okay, more Australian news. Aussie cops find $300 million worth of ice hidden inside bottles of sriracha. <whistles> That's a lot of ice, man. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how much ice you get to the, to the pound or to the dollar, um, but I imagine $300 million of it is fairly, a fairly serious amount. People who import drugs have been coming up with tricky ways to get around customs, border patrol, and local authorities for decades. Yada, yada, yada. But drug smugglers have certainly upped the ante while trying to import ice into Australia. So is that... What? Is it brown? I thought it was, like, clear. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't know that much about crystal meth. Uh, cops from New South Wales and Australia uh, and the Australian Border Force uh, have caught people trying to get $300 million worth of methamphetamines into the country hidden inside sriracha bottles. Uh, the spicy sauce is popular amongst those who can handle some heat. But I think we can all agree that this would be way too much heat. During a subsequent deconstruction, it was found to contain 768 bottles of sriracha chili sauce, uh, with presumptive testing returning uh, a positive indicator for methamphetamine. The preliminary forensic analysis determines the bottles contain about 400 kilograms of meth, uh, which is an estimated potential street value of $300 million. Yeah, man, uh, 400, four, nearly half a ton of meth. 
Okay, that's fairly significant. Um, what are you doing with all the ice, brother? We'll help you out, brother. Don't worry, brother. Just turn to Jesus, brother. Um, authorities noticed the drugs hidden inside the bottles when they arrived in air freight consignment from America earlier this month. They ordered a controlled delivery of the packages so they could nab whoever was planning on receiving the drugs. Officers have since arrested four men, three of which have been charged with attempting to possess a, com- a commercial quantity of an unlawful import, uh, border-controlled drugs, and a commercial drug supply. They're staring down the prospect of life behind bars. Fourth man was arrested outside a home this morning before tape being taken to Fairfield Police Station, where he's expected to receive a buggering. Fair play, fair play. Well, I'm, I'd like to know, like, of all the because obviously we only hear about the ones that get stopped when people get caught. Like, what amazing, innovative ways people manage to smuggle drugs into countries and, and get away with it. Um, I was always very impressed by the homemade submarines that the um, drug cartels in South America use to get drugs into the US and to get them around the place. They're making their own submarines. It's fucking wild. There was an article about it in Vice, not Vice, uh, Wired magazine. And they build them out in the jungle, obviously away so people can't see them building a fucking submarine. With, like, the most basic set of equipment and tools. And they build a sub... I mean, I'm sure they probably built a load that's sunk and you just don't know about it. And just down at the bottom of the ocean somewhere, there's just, like, a couple of poor dudes. A couple of poor mules. And a submarine with tons worth of gear in it. But, yeah, they, they built submarines that have worked and have gone backwards and forwards loads of times. Full of drugs crazy man the lengths that people will go to to make i mean you are like surely with that level of ingenuity and that you know to to put that towards a sort of um well you know a quote-unquote legitimate business enterprise i mean i guess maybe just you just the profit the potential profit you know of selling kilo tons of cocaine you know, it's probably a lot higher than actually trying to build up a legitimate business to make, you know, the millions or billions that you can... I don't know, man. I don't know. All I'm saying is they're obviously canny business types. Midnight entrepreneurs, you might like to call them. You know, um, what is it Killer Mike calls the gangs? Street fraternities. Street fraternities. Yeah, I think you could call the drug cartels. Midnight entrepreneurs. And, you know, maybe if they started using their skills for, e- for for good instead of evil you know I guess a little bit like in The Wire where Stringer Bell's at college learning how to get, get good Luther, he's at college you know learning to get good at business and math to making a better for sell drugs maybe they do it other way round like they can't go business school get better at, I don't know business that make thing for schools or help children do a better. Don't know what's going on with that accent. It's almost certainly problematic. Guys, let's play another shoe thrower. I'm in the mood. I'm in the mood. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Let's have this new Logic remix of Ironheart by Natsuki. Uh, it's on L'Hopital. And it's nice. It's nice.
remix of Nutske, man. It's pronounced Nutske. Uh, what's it called? I can't remember. Uh, Iron Iron Heart. Cool, man. Um, don't let me forget to play this Henry Fong rave tool bit. Sam posted it in the Facebook group. I haven't listened to it, but I respect Sam's opinion, so I'm going to play it without having heard it. I've, I have a feeling it's good. it will divide opinion as it's uh, the ratio of likes to dislikes on YouTube and for it is um, not great. Not what you would expect. Is it on uh, Henry Fong? Fongo, the Fongster, the Fongmeister, that's not him. Yeah, it is. Or maybe has he padgeged someone else? Henry Fong. I look, I'll play it now. Let's just see what's going on with it. What's Sam done to me? Jesus Christ, what's happened here? I've confused Henry Wong with someone, Jesus, with um, Kung, I think. <laughs> what's going on here? Why? What? I know. Right, I'm confused. Sam, I hope he's, is he in the chat? Sam! It does sound like Mortal Kombat. Uh, where's Monkey Z? God damn it, boy. What's going on? Uh, anyway, yeah, well, sorry about that. It was an accident. Mistakes happen. You know I get fucked over sometimes. April Fool's Day, you know. People posting things that claim are shoe throwers. Turns out they're not. It's it's um it's, it's tough. It's tough out there for a pimp, you know. It's tough out there for a lobster. Anyway, guys, here's the shit you've all been waiting for. Woman who identifies as cat says her role play brings her closer to her partner. Okay, well I'm I'm very suspicious of him. I'm just putting it out there. He oh, if you'd wondered what Rob Wah was up to, that's him, isn't it? <laughs> Looks a lot like him. It's the Nightmare Angel of the Expressways. There he goes. Yeah, hi guys. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, no, yep. Uh, hi, Rob Wah here. Confirm male fan. What's his name? Robrek. Robrekt. Robrekt. Berg. Robrekt. I. Hmm. Anyway, okay. Well. All right, let's get into it. Woman who, is ident who has identified as a cat since she was a teenager says her lifestyle has not only brought her closer to her partner, but has also helped her become her true self. Well, God bless her. Cat Lions, 31, first realised she was a cat in high school and has been into kitten roleplay ever since. Cat uh, is a model who works at Catgirl Manor. Okay, uh, a residence in Colorado Springs that hosts animal roleplay through BDSM events. She's got it all covered, man. She's certainly um, living her best life, isn't she? She met her partner, Robrecht Berg, 52. Uh, only, only a 21-year age gap, that's fine. Um, at Comic-Con, uh, eight months ago. They both say they're in a loving relationship, despite the fact that they get judged constantly over their unique age gap and role-playing setup. And the fact that he's pictured here with her on a fucking lead. Cats don't go on leads, okay? Occasionally cats do go on leads, but it's not traditional for cats to go on leads. Does he keep her as a house cat? Keep her locked up? Does she shit in a box? I want to know details. Cat told the Daily Mail, I've always been different. I've always had a fascination with cats and felt myself 
I'm a cat. I go through life being a cat. I'm just a cat. Um, what's that Doja Cat song? Cow. I'm not a cat. I don't say meow. I'm a cow. I'm not a cow. Anyway, um, I don't know play it or do we get pulled off of YouTube? Where is that? Let's find out. Where's the cat? Um, she's juicy. Uh, it's called, uh, cow. Come on, guys. Moo. It's called Moo. I know that's got town. Yeah, bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat, I don't say now. Bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow, bitch, I'm a cow. Go move. Cow goes moo. Um, bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat. I don't say meow. Uh, cow goes moo. Um, so that's it's uh, music. Um, she, she added, I've always uh, worn cat ears. God, she was unbearable in school. Um, it started when I was in high school. I don't remember exactly what age uh, I was, uh, but it came from anime. I remember these sort of girls at school, but I'm presuming most of them grew out of it. But... Yeah, it was always some of them with the cat ears, cat ear hoodies and, you know, all the sort of, you know, outfits and stuff. But I mean, I'm guessing that most of them just should have got normal jobs and I guess sort of had had it bullied out of them by society, you know, by reality, by the cold, hard, crushing embrace of reality. Um, you know, the sort of childlike play of donning some cat ears and some face paints and some little gloves. And the tail leaping about the place all nimbly bimbly just that'll get squeezed out of you by trying to earn a living I guess if you can get into a situation where a 50 year old geezer wants to take care of you in exchange for presumably st- sticking his 50 year old dick in you then you can maintain that cat lifestyle and I guess also if you work at a BDSM place whereby well I mean I don't yeah who knows anyway um, she added I've always worn cat ears yeah yeah I was like, oh, that's cool. I want to be that in real life. So I just started applying that to my real life. I don't think I started the ears, tail and collar and stuff until later on. I was bullied a lot for wearing ears and just being a nerd. Uh, So I kind of kept it a little bit hidden. Cat decided to fully embrace her kitten alter ego publicly when she came across the cat manor, which is when she realized that there are others out there who identified as felines. Uh, She said, I just saw other girls doing it, so I felt more comfortable doing it. Rob, an aerospace engineer, a notorious pervert, um, who also works as an artist and organises annual cosplay events. Um, Why is it that, I mean, you know, as much as I think, you know, if she's having a good time, fantastic. But I am deeply sceptical of Rob Recht, the aerospace engineer who, an- who organises annual cosplay events. I'm just suspicious of him. Um, maybe he's a lovely guy, you know? Maybe. I don't know, is there something if... Look, I mean, just look, look. I mean, just... It's fine, isn't it? It's fine, yeah. I just... If that was my daughter, I just... I would be the living daylights out of that guy. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. 
It's uh, it's a no-go from me. Sorry, champ. I mean, I'm sure they would just drive them closer together, but nevertheless, he would still sustain a rough beating. Um, yeah, it wasn't until... Uh, anyway, where are we? Uh, Rob, an aerospace engineer, who... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, said that he wasn't shocked about Kat's roleplay. In fact, he'd been completely supportive of his partner's lifestyle choices. He told the newspaper, She might have been wearing ears at the time, but I didn't even notice that. You know, I don't see species. You know, I don't see race, I don't see colour, I don't see gender, I just see beauty. And look at the beauty in her. Incredible. Incredible. It's the beauty within as well. I'm not talking about, you know, the, the you know socially constructed patriarchal ideas of heteronormative beauty. I'm talking about the internal beauty of this girl who's 20 years my junior, who I keep on the lead. It's incredible. It wasn't until talking to her on Messenger later that I found out that she was more into the kitten side of things and did that regularly since she was a teenager. Obviously, this gave me a massive stonk on her, and I knew I had to put my willy in her. Rob continued, Everyone has something different that they do. Uh, I see it as another outlet for a person to enjoy, relax, and be themselves and be creative. Cat mostly takes a submissive role in the relationship and considers Rob as her master. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Well, as long as you're happy. But while they both love how things worked out for them, Cat admitted not everyone is positive about her kid and play. She says my family and certain people are not accepting and they don't want and they don't want to know about it. Okay. It's hard, it's hard, but I'm going to be who I am no matter. If people are going to be accepting of this lifestyle or not, I just want to be who I am. She said, I've always felt like I was a cat. When I'm in my kitten mode, I'm happy. It's my space. Growing up, I had to pretend to be normal and not to be a cat person. And now I get to be myself. Uh, I get to express myself. I get to climb if I want to climb. I can, uh, I can if I want to drink out of a bowl. I can if I want to wear a collar. If I want to wear ears, I can do it. I don't have anybody stopping me and saying, okay, well, you need to be normal. And uh, now I can just be myself. Well, God bless you. You know, I, I, I hope it works out. You know, um, I, I really, I truly do. I hope it works out. I'm oh, still reading from that Henry, what was it? Fong? Wong? Wong, 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 Wong Wonga.com? I just, I feel like Sam's really done a number on me there. Um, I don't know. I should just have a bit of Doja Cat again. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat. Incredible, incredible stuff. The sounds of Doja Cat. Where are we? There's other bits to get into, get stuck into. Meaty bits. Um, I'll add this eternal bit by HLZ again. I think it's a toss-up between this and the discrete tune for Chew Thrower of the Week. But it's all to play for. Meow. I mean, listen. It's not for me to be judging other people's meow-based records, is it? Or maybe it is. Maybe I'm the only one who can truly judge other people that go on about meow in songs. You know? Give me that, at least.
coming up at 11. Brand new incidental sonics from Constrict. Yeah, man, HLZ, it's called Eternal. Oh, so it's new, uh, he or she, or Z's, uh, new Metalhead's EP. Fucking get it, fucking buy it, fucking give the cut pan out. No, mate, no, mate! Guys, um, policeman uh, told to tone down his gayness. 
awarded $29 million uh, in, in compensation. That's not bad, is it, uh, in terms of a win for um, being asked to tone down your gayness, I would say. That is not bad. Um, you know, an American police officer has just had a massive win at an employment tribunal after he claims he was overlooked for a promotion because of his sexuality. Uh, Sergeant Keith uh, Wildharbour alleged that he wasn't overlooked once or twice, but a whopping 23 times! Wow. Um, at the St. Louis County Police Department. When a veteran cop uh, complained about the lack of uh, progression, he was transferred to a different department. It was later revealed that this was because uh, he was considered too gay uh, by his seniors. I want to know what they define as too gay or what the right level of gayness for a police officer <laughs> is. According to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, the cop's captain, Guy Means... Well, I mean, Guy Means... You know, sounds like he's got his own thing going on, doesn't he? Called him fruity in private and explained to a colleague's girlfriend that Wild Harbour was way too out there with his gayness and needed to tone it down. Uh, during the lawsuit... Mr. Means tried to claim that he didn't know the colleague's girlfriend or uh, what he said to her during the 2015 event. However, the jury heard from the girlfriend, Donna Woodland, who was able to produce pictures from the night showing that they had uh, they had at least spoken to each other. Uh, Mr. Wildhubber's lawyer, Russ Riggin, told the court, the county should be ashamed. Our community deserves better. You can't be passing people over for promotion because of gayness. That's, that's not cool. I would say that $29 million is quite a lot, though. I mean, $1 million would presumably be fine, wouldn't it? I mean, what's the... Is he going to get that money? Where does that money come from? You know? He's been awarded... Okay, so it... It's all sort of um, uh, put down uh, here. Uh, just... After just three hours of deliberation, the jury came back and sided with some, uh, Sergeant uh, Wild Harbour. Uh, the the oh, look. anyway, look here, here. He is just in case you haven't seen him. He, um, you, you, you would not be able to infer his sexuality from the picture. I, I would say. Um, uh, I mean, I, I mean, what would you be expecting really to have glitter on a feather boa? I don't know. Anyway, Mr. Wildhubber has been awarded 1.9 million uh, in actual damages and 10 million in punitive damages for discrimination. He also received uh, another million in actual damages and another 7 million in punitive damages, punitive damages for his uh, retaliation claim. I don't know really how that works or what that means. That takes his total just shy of 20 million. Oh, 20 million Australian dollars. Okay, well. Anyway, still, 20 million US dollars. Is he going to see 20 million US dollars? What's he actually going to see? Again, where does that money come from? Does that money come from the local uh, police department? Does it come from the taxpayer? Where does that money come from? You know? Like, you know, I appreciate, you know, if you've passed over promotion for gayness, you certainly, you know, you're deserving of some damages. But you're going to go, right, well, that's it. I'm taking your entire yearly budget. That's mine now. See you later. Okay, well, we're going to have, a lot of people are going to have to be fired because of this, and a lot of people are probably going to die as a consequence of not having any police on the street. Yeah, well, it's my money now. Go fuck yourself. You shouldn't have passed me over. I'm going, I'm, I'm, it's pride next week. I'm going to go fucking wild. 
I don't know. I'm just interested. Like, you know, I'm not, you know, taking the side of the uh, police force. You know, I'm on his side. I'm on, I'm on our boy's side, you know. I think you should ramp it up, if anything. I think that's that's what the St. Louis County Police Department needs. They need need a special, you know, a special, uh, some sort of fabulous police force. Just get out there and, you know, just make sure, make sure shit's as fabulous as possible. Why not? Um... Anyway, I can't really imagine it, you know, making any difference to your actual police force, your actual police work. Guys, look, where are we? It's the end of the show. Um, Constrict. Incidental solics. 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 Solace. Incidental solace. Sonic the Hedgehog. Incidental Sonic the Hedgehog. It's just the incidental music from Sonic the Hedgehog. Just not the good music that everyone knows, just this other, other little bits and bobs in the background. Just for two hours, man, with uh, Connor uh, Constrict just weeping over the top of it. It's art. He considers it art. Um, if it's in order to be be art, you have to be able to sell it on an Etsy store. I think that's how art works these days. Um, I'm guessing. Guys, look, bad news for you. I'm afraid there will be no rankings records at three because I'm afraid I do have to work. Um, times are hard at the moment. I wish I could spend more time on the radio. I cannot, because otherwise, well, I wouldn't be able to do it at all. So it is annoyingly a balance that I have to split between doing, uh, I don't say real work, no, it's like just, but, you know, doing things to pay the bills to allow me to do the radio, because I want to do the radio and I like to do the radio. I don't want to have to give the radio up because, you know, I like it and I think a lot of other people like it, you know, tell by, you know, listing figures and podcast downloads that people are keen on it and it would be a very real shame to not do it so but it is going to mean that i have to miss the occasional show might be that i have to stop doing rankings records for a little while because yeah basically i just have to leave here and then just go and fucking plow into work hopefully that situation will change soon i have stuff on the boil that is hopefully going to you know come in you know, to take off the financial burden so I would be able to do more radio stuff. But as it stands at the moment, you know, in order to be able to keep doing the show every morning as much as is humanly possible, going to have to, yeah, drop some of the the occasional afternoon. Guys, I can but apologise. I am but a human man and a, you know, one who who was doing their best. Uh, guys, thank you to everyone that's supporting on Patreon. You are keeping the station going. Uh, without you, we would not be here. Uh, so I'm enormously grateful uh, for that. Uh, if you want to support on Patreon, go to threshold.fm and go to donate, and it will tell you how to do just that. You can get your name read out at the end of the show. You can get some additional content. And, you know, you can generally win the respect of your friends and family, which I know a lot of you have been after. Uh, join the ranks of Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kaczynski, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Boulard, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pyler, Leanne Sub, Richard Franks, Thomas Hall, Joe Ryder, John Finnison, BDR Crew, Peter Blashford, Austin Grief Cooper, Gennady Lightfield, James Parry, Gando Bartendo, Lady Scriffington, Liam the Menace Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Gold, No STDs, MSMC, Josh Rooms, Rob Humphrey, Shibby, T, Coco, Shiva, Dan Earthman, Torrin Wilmore, uh, Torrin Wilmore. Mr. Pope, Dark Progressive, Sidetron, Strategy, Superior, Tron, Base, Chris Bates, The Bill, Chris, The Bartholson, Odin, Base, Lee, Fuller, D, Daniel, Jeremy, 
uh, Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dab Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Cosmic Wolf, Meat Loaf, Nick Brock, Sean Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunter, Hitchmus, El Tech, Willay, Ben Vogue, Identway, Lupe Salazar, Big Watch, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skibber, Unfortunately, it's George DC, Anthony Shock, Claudia Lashmir, Benny Strain, Moshe, Timid, John Forsyth, Anderson, PSN Godlight, MC Hammer, Daddy, Your Mum, Leonardo Gervais, and Big Eight. Thank you, you bunch of bad motherfuckers. Guys, I'll be back tomorrow morning at 10 with Sweet Johnny uh, to talk the turt. Uh, coming up now, Incidental Sonics with Constrict. Coming up at 7 is <laughs> Eastern Front with uh, Conflict. Uh, not that one. Uh, Mr. Dr. Tang and Mr. Merck. Just three guys. They're, they're part of a, a truple. They all sleep in the same bed. Uh, but no funny business. And they're just play good old-fashioned Estonian shoe throwers uh, I'll see you tomorrow I love you stay out of trouble uh, keep your nose clean don't take any wooden nickels don't let the bastards grind you down fuck them if they can't take a joke see you tomorrow